Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Security news this week. Who boy, Mar-a-Lago's internet is insecure by Brian Barrett. For anyone growing weary of the constant focus on Russian and President Donald Trump's campaign, good news. A fresh horror took the spotlight late last week in the form of WannaCry, a vicious ransomware whose creators appear not to have been all that smart. WannaCry, we learned, features a built-in kill switch that security researchers have used to, well, kill it, at least for now. Some people on XP and Windows 7 might even be able to get their files back. Meanwhile, unknown hackers are throwing DDoS attacks at the kill switch domain in order to bring WannaCry back from the dead. Who's behind the whole thing, other than a nasty NSA exploit that went public in March? Who knows? But there's at least a chance it was North Korea. Anyways, there'll undoubtedly be another WannaCry at some point, so you should go ahead and start protecting yourself from ransomware now. There was some brighter news this week as Chelsea Manning went free after years of imprisonment for leaking government secrets. And former FBI Director Robert Mueller took the reins of the Russia investigation, giving hope that some sort of resolution could be coming someday. Elsewhere, Sweden dropped its rape accusation against Julian Assange, though he's still stuck in London's Ecuadorian embassy. Hacking big companies works until people find out you tried to do it. And there's more. Each Saturday, we round up the news stories that we didn't break or cover in depth, but that still deserve your attention. As always, you can head to our website and click on the headlines to read the full story in each link. And stay safe out there. Encrypted messaging app Telegram gets a whole bunch of new features. Telegram, a popular encrypted messaging app, introduces a suite of new features this week. You can now send video messages, send payments to bots, and view articles within the app without having to pop over to an outside browser. There's even a built-in video platform now called Telescope. 
all handy features, but maybe next time also start encrypting messages end-to-end by default? How secure is Mar-a-Lago anyway? ProPublica and Gizmodo recently teamed up to check how secure Mar-a-Lago's internet is, and by goodness, the answer is not very. The team found weak and open Wi-Fi networks, wireless printers without passwords, servers with outdated and vulnerable software, and unencrypted login pages to back-end databases containing sensitive information. Not a great rundown. But as security researcher Will Strafik notes, there's a wide gap between Mar-a-Lago security and national security. The real and still unanswered question is whether Trump and others accessing sensitive information are doing so on those insecure networks, which, in fairness given recent history, certainly remains a possibility. The Senate starts using end-to-end encryption. Senate staffers start using Signal, a delightful tongue twister, but also a new reality of congressional communications, according to a letter from Senator Ron Wyden. The end-to-end encrypted messaging app should help political aides keep their secrets safe, but also raises some significant transparency questions. Congress doesn't have to comply with the records-keeping laws that govern communications in other parts of government. But all of their communiques disappearing into a black hole seems less than ideal. But hey, security is trade-offs. DocuSign got hacked bigly. The nature of being a digital signing service means that DocuSign users entrust it with highly sensitive papers all the time. The good news is those documents were unaffected by a recent hack. What a twist! The bad news is hackers used purloined DocuSign customer email addresses to send phishing emails that appeared to be from DocuSign, a great way to trick people into handing over delicate financial info. So, you know, be careful what you put your digital John Hancock on. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.